Now, going to the Word of God this morning, of course, today is a 21 days of, end of 21 days of Daniel fast. I told you uh, it will come to an end. I told you that. I told you, however long the year be- looks like, it's going, Christmas is coming. 2023. You haven't seen it yet? It's the best ever. It's coming. It's coming. However long it looks like, the Lord is coming. One day we'll be home forever and ever, praise God, and, and we'll be with him forever and ever and ever. I look forward to that. But, but then, um, so don't let go of the discipline that you have developed during these past 21 days. Don't let go of that. Very important. Anyone who has took a cup of tea this morning? Or coffee? Oh, yeah, several. I did. I did a small cup of latte coffee, and, and I realized there was nothing supernatural about it. It's just, <laughs> it just coffee. <laughs> just coffee. Nothing has changed. <laughs> I looked at the, the lady who works at the house and told her, nothing supernatural about this coffee. It's just super, it's coffee. Thank God for the last 21 days, I didn't, ever, I didn't touch it. And so never, and then don't stop developing that. Really, uh, discipline that you have developed during these 21 days, keep that. Keep that. You realize a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of the Father. So keep that discipline. It's for our own benefit, health benefits also. And then I want to say something. Never stop seeking the Lord as a lifestyle. Don't ever stop seeking the Lord as a lifestyle. Not a seasonal thing you enter in, but as a lifestyle. You are a seeker of the kingdom of God. And I've looked through the scriptures, especially to the kings of Israel. And, and, and from Abraham, you come down to different ones. I realize something here. No one... Who's a, I mean, everyone who's a seeker of God prospered. Prosper. And you can think about Joshua 1.8. Prosper. Everyone, look, go and check out from Genesis to, to Revelation. You'll find that is a common denominator. To everyone who's a seeker of God. So never stop seeking God as a lifestyle. Listen this. I'll say this, and I, I pray it comes with passion that I, I have seen it in my heart over the years. There is nothing you know and will ever have in this natural realm that can be compared with the presence of God. Nothing, nothing that you know and will ever have in this natural realm that can be compared with God's presence. Nothing. 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 So don't ever seek. Don't ever stop seeking him. So having said all that, I want us to, and, and, and really, like, like let, me, let me say something over here. Like you've had such wonderful prayer meetings in the, in the weekdays, in weekdays and on, on Wednesdays and Fridays. Such a good atmosphere. Now, and, and, and really, many of you have been, have been coming. Now, build up that. That has never changed. That is not because you are fasting. That presence is here. 
in the house. Build that. I, I told you, I told you this that if if you 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 think yourself of a Victor Faith Church member and 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 however busy you are, you can't tell me from uh, January to December, you can miss even some Wednesday prayer meetings. It's not possible. Because I tell you, if I threw you a party five times this year on Wednesdays, you'll be here. You'll tell the boss long before. There is something very important happening in our church. <laughs> important. There's a scripture in the book of Psalms says, he sets a table. Lays a table before my enemies. He's setting a table. That's what God is saying in our church. So my boss, you have to let me go. Even if I have to report the following day at 5 a.m., I have to go. And the boss says, go. Don't forget that. Come. Let's go to Jeremiah 6, 16. I want to say some things here for hopefully a short time and give direction and, and uh, uh, pray and, and encourage your faith. I have, I told Tina this morning, my wife, uh, these are not just words that I'm saying. But I'm truly convinced and persuaded inside of me, this is the best year ever. Ever. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not just saying it. This is the best year ever we are going to, ex we are going to experience. And, and I, really, I really want you to pay attention to some things that I'm going to share with you this morning. And... and uh, I still went to the title, The Ancient Paths. The Ancient Paths. And Jeremiah 6, 16, the Amplified Version says, Thus says the Lord, stand by the roads and look. Let me see if I can illustrate some things here. Look, stand by the roads and look. So you stand by the roads, plural. Have you seen that? You stand and by the roads, plural. Roads. And look. So you're looking at so many roads over there. Is that so? Ask for the ancient paths. While you are looking, ask for the ancient paths. And he says, the ancient paths, look at what the word that follows. Where? Where? So it's where the good way is. You're standing by the roads. You're looking. But do this. Acknowledge God because that's him who's saying, ask them for the ancient paths. And then in the ancient, ancient paths is where the good way is. Then walk in it. So there are many roads. There are many roads. And many, 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 many. But all of them go to the broad <laughs> The broad, they lead to destruction. But I believe this ancient path is one of those roads that Jesus says they straight and narrow. And you can't find it, I can't find it leaning on our own abilities. We can only find it by asking him. You see that? We can only find it by asking him. We ask for the ancient paths 
And this he says this. He says ancient paths, but he says this where the good way is. Then walk in it. This is where you'll find rest for your souls. But they said, we will, walk no, will not walk in it. And we say, we will walk in it. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing the image now? All right? Now, the, the important word there is say this. He says, then ask. You're standing right there by the roads and looking. But look at this. Ask. 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 It used to be growing up. I don't know how it is now. But, but most in the coastal regions uh, and in your Mombasa town, you, you ask. Uh, so, uh, and, and I'm telling you, and, and in, in estates, people knew each other. So you ask like, unajua flani yule? Sema gani yule? Yule mwusivi? Na bibi yake mfupi, eh? Ah! And they will take you. I remember going, you know, area of that, when I was a small boy going to my uncle's. And he lived in a place called Magongo. And they will take you. Hodi. I'm a man flan ujambo. Mgenu wako uyu wapo. Au mpato wapi. Hani kutana na yuko chinka kamleto kunyumbani. Until you came to Nairobi. Until you came to Nairobi, welcome home. <laughs> but that's how it is. It is to be, and I'm, I'm, I'm right. Uh, Brother Kyoko, I'm right. Tanzania is still that way. Tanzania is still that way. Coastal, you know the problem, coastal? You infiltrated that side. So it changed. You understand? Okay. <laughs> Let me stay with the word. And now listen to this. Ask so that I may not be stoned here. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask. So you're asking. So think about this in that illustration that if you ask someone who knows what they will do, they will lead you, so to speak, to where the good way is to the person you're looking for. Instead of what? Wandering and wandering and wandering. God does not want his people to wander. God wants his people to find these paths, to find the good way, and to walk in it. That's what he wants. He wants you to have rest, to experience rest to your, for your soul. And look at this then, Matthew 7, 7 to 8. I'll try to be, to be a bit fast here. But then he says, Jesus comes here, same voice, same God, ask. And it will be what? Be given to you. Ask and it will be given to you. And you will seek and you will find, knock and it will be open to you for everyone who asks. Church, do you hear that? For everyone who asks. Receives. Everyone. Everyone. No, God in all respect of person. Everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be open. Now I'm going to say something here. Now after having said amen during this fast, be aware of the choices and decisions 
you make or you'll make on a daily basis in everything. Be aware of that. Of choices and decisions that you're going to make every day on a daily basis in everything. Make sure that they are aligned with the word of God. Make that, make that commitment in your heart. You will live for God. You will live for God. That you settle it in your heart. As for me and my house, we will live for God. For the rest of our lives. Period. Settle. Settle. Because the world will change. But our commitment to the Lord remains the same. Now, having talked about choices and decisions that you make on a daily basis in everything, just be aware of that. Even after having said amen to the first. Be aware of that, the choices and decisions. In Psalm 119 verse 105, mark those words, choices and decisions, okay? Choices and decisions. In Psalm 119 verse, verse 105, it says this, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Now that's the, the King James Version. Your, the New King James. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. A lamp to my feet and a light to my path. But I want you to see from the Passion Translation. Remember about what? What I told you to remember about? Choices and decisions. Look at this in, in, a, in the Passion Translation. Truth's shining light guides me in my choices and decisions. Truth, truth shining light, guides me in my choices and decisions. The revelation of your word makes my pathway clear. Revelation is light. The truth shining light. The revelation of God's word on a daily basis guides me in my choices and decisions. In other words, church, you think in this manner. In this decision, what does the word of God say? And then not only that, that is the written word of God, but what about the Holy Spirit in me? Does he bear witness with this decision? Am I overriding my spirit. Because the, the spirit, the, the conscience is the voice of the spirit. Reasoning is of the mind. And, and, but, but feeling is the, the voice of the flesh. I got told by Brother Francis, say that you aren't going to die. You aren't going to die. You can stay without food for, they say what? Oh, forgetting that. Is it what? Oh, come on. 60 days, I think. At least 60 days without food, uh, you, you can stay, actually. Without water, I think it's a bit shorter. And uh, on and on and on and on. So don't die. But sleep, I think, is two weeks. You can stay awake for, for two weeks. So see the things, the way they, they've made uh, in, inverted. Is it inverted? The thing is, is sleep is fast there. <laughs> but if you have... You have an empty stomach for some time. You won't even be able to sleep. Have you noticed that? But, but let me come back to the word of God. Then that, that is very important because revelation is light. 
in choices and decisions. Let me say something here, Pastor Carla said in the prayer guide. I want to remind you of that. In that, starting from that Psalm 16, verse 11, the, 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 how do you call that Bible? The voice Bible. Yes, the voice Bible. It, it says, it, it says, instead, you direct me on the path that leads to a beautiful life. As I walk with you, it's in our prayer guide. Oh, did, did you? Use it to light the jiko this morning. Oh, you have it, okay. Uh, <laughs> Instead, you direct me on the path that leads to a beautiful life. As I walk with you, the pleasures are never ending. And I know true joy and contentment. Oh, oh my God, that peace. True joy and contentment. Beautiful life. Now listen to what she said. Seeing what is connected to these ancient paths, a beautiful life, then you need to pray much about them. And then she goes on to say this. Uh, we pray much about these paths because our daily choices to walk with God are going to make a tremendous difference to what we experience in 2023. Your daily choices, my daily um, decisions, the decisions that I make every day, What do you say? My daily choices. Yes, our daily choices. Go back to that scripture, please. Uh, in Psalm 119, 105, the Passion Translation. Truth shining light guides me in my what? Choices and decisions. The revelation of your word makes my pathway clear. And then, then I added to I added there and I said this. This means that we must make we must make decisions that agree with the word of God and in no way compromise. By so, by so doing, we honor God. Honor deals with priority. He becomes first in whatever we do and we depend on his presence. His presence is on these paths as we see in Psalm 1611. Choices, decisions, but honor God. Therefore, let's go to Ephesians 2.10. Say something over there. <clears throat> From the Amplified Classic Version. Now if I read this scripture and you are still seated, looking dignified, we need to baptize you again. <laughs> But, but, but think about, in line with everything that you've said, and everything that you've been hearing, look at this. For we are God's own handwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. Thank you. Just, just keep doing. <laughs> Born anew. Woo! Ha, ha, ha. New creation, praise God. That we may do those what? 
good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, don't forget this, for us taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. That's what he say. Look, stand by the road and look. Ask. Why is that so? I prepared all these paths ahead of time. And I know where the good way is. What you need to do is to do what? What you need to do, the simple thing is ask. Ask in faith. Taking the good paths. Taking paths which he prepared ahead of time that we should do what? Walk in them. But what did they say? I will not walk in it. But I should, we should walk in them. And this is what follows next. You remember that Psalm 1611, the, 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 the voice Bible? But this one it says that you should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made, 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 made ready for us to live. He made ready for us to live. You still sit there. They need some baptism over here. <laughs> That's what he did, church. That's why we dance. If you don't know why. That's the reason we dance. That's the reason we shout. Because he's too good to us. He made this ready for us to walk in them. For us to live. What are these? Good life. What is good life to you? For me, good life begins with his presence. His presence is, is everything. You can't lack anything in his presence. In fact, that's Psalm 16, I think verse 11. He says that in his presence there is fullness of joy. And it is at his right and there are what? Pleasures forevermore. In him, good life. Now, let me make some statements here. All this church is a covenant talk. This is not a casual talk. This is not your grandfather saying. Even your grandfather, his words are powerful. Because I've heard people say this. The grandfather said we cannot bury him during the day. And they get to bury it. <laughs> there was carry weight. Mortal man. But this is covenant talk. God's covenant cannot be broken. His covenant cannot be broken. These are covenant wars. Eternal word of God or eternal words of God. Listen to this. This will work to everyone who dares to believe them and act on them. Anyone, no respect of person. Anyone who dares say, I believe this Lord and I'm going to act on it, he'll have the same results because eternal words have never changed. He's the same. He's committed to keep his word in every generation. Therefore, we must receive them and act on them no matter what we face in our future. That's a strong commitment right there. Let me give you an example, just simple example. 
I've, I've gone to pray sometimes, and example, let me kneel down, and then maybe in the 10 minutes I feel I'm tired. All right? Then I bring up thoughts in my heart. This is not Sunday talk. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is exactly what the covenant was says. So I'm not going to quit in 10 minutes' time. In fact, that 10 minutes probably the mind has been wandering. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever knelt and that's the time we start working in the office? You know, you've ever, you've ever done that? I'm the only one. And that's the time you, are, you, you realize there are clothes that you need to wash. And I, do you know, do you know the, what I think? <laughs> and I what? Oh, you realize now that's, you say, now, now, now. You, you know you need to be sending a text to so-and-so. The time you've knelt to pray. It just, it just happens to me alone. I mean, I, I mean, I think you all are spiritual like then. Really? You, uh, you just kneel and you enter into the glory. <laughs> but you know what I've had to think over, over the years? I say this. Oh, let me tell you something, devil. An example. Uh, I don't need to, an example, let me say an example. I, need, I don't need to be kneeling, how, how do I put this? I don't need to, to kneel down, I'm praying, and at the same time thinking about sending such and such an email. I'm thinking about now this prayer here. The email part will have to wait. And then another thought comes up. But you feel tired. Yes, but the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And this is not something that I caught. This is the truth. So body, shape up. Let's go. Let's continue here. And then kneel down and then maybe the 15th minute and, and another thought crosses my mind. You see your mind is still wandering. Probably you need to be doing something else. I say, no, we're not going to do anything else. We are we're in the presence of God now. He's here. And I'm going to pay attention to his presence. It comes maybe to the 20th minute and he say like, you've wasted 20 minutes now. You see, you could have been, by now you could have finished washing the dishes. I said, no, devil, let me tell you something. We are here to stay. If it's going to take us two hours, we'll stay right here. And within a short time, right into that presence. And we realize, oh God, thank God I didn't miss this moment. Victors and losers face the same challenges, but the attitude is what distinguishes victors. They have a different attitude. Sometimes probably you think like, you know, when I, I sleep, and uh, because I'm a pastor, I sleep. All what Tina does, she sings to me songs, you know, and, and then because she's a pastor's wife. And then when I wake up, I have all the dreams of heaven. And when I open my eyes, the angels are just there. And they great tell me, let me pick you up to the prayer room. And they usher me in the presence of God. You know, sometimes believers think that we're about the pastor. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as you are. That's what the Bible says. Jesus had. He had no sin. But he was tempted. Same thing. Listen, it's that choices and the attitude that you are, you're going to cultivate of a winning, uh, a winning attitude that you're going to cultivate. Listen this. 
God, because of his covenant, he honors his word or honors his word. And when you make a commitment to honor his word, his honor will distinguish you. That's it. That's it. Honor his word. Honor the leading of the Holy Spirit. Honor him and make decisions that will glorify him. I told people maybe 20 something years ago, and I started teaching in a small Bible group, you know, Bible uh, group, like I remember used to meet in Italy, Dandora, and different places. And I'll tell them this I'm excited, and they're just looking at me. You know, I'm reading the scriptures, and they're looking at me. Just, and they're like, my goodness, what am I supposed to do? I'm not a comedian. I mean, but the scriptures don't excite them. And I'll tell them this. Let me tell you something. 20 years from today, come and ask me. I'll tell you this is the word I've lived by, and I'll live this way for the rest of my life. That time I've no bus fare. I've walked many times to those meetings, and many times I'm preaching, and I don't know where, how I'm going home. You understand? Nothing. Have you ever been in a meeting and you don't know how to go home? I'm the only one? My goodness, I mean, you all are deep. I mean, you're in the meeting. And, and now, when you're in the meeting, we are preaching and thoughts are coming now. What happens if you don't get bus fare? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm right there. I refuse to be moved. And I'm shouting, and I'm shouting to the end. <laughs> and I, there's no day I slept in town. That's God's faithfulness. There's no day I slept in those city council halls. Those times there used to be city council halls because of bus fare. I always went home. And I, this is on record. I never went after the service, I mean after the meeting to ask any member. Now help, help. Hallelujah. Okay, look at this. It's covenant. He never changes. Psalm 89 verse 34. Psalm 89 verse 34. My covenant. I like in the King James Version. I, I, I memorized it in the King, King James Version many years ago. My covenant will I not break nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. God says, when I say it, count it done. It's good. You can depend on it. You can lean on it. You can trust it. It will come to pass. I've said it, and I will not relent. Now, if we set our feet on such an unmovable word of God, church, we become so unmovable. At the end of our lives, we look back and say, God, you've helped us all through. You've led us all through. Thank you, Lord. Let me see if I read a scripture over here, if I find it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Haleluya. Okay, all right. Okay. I think if I don't find it, that's fine. Okay, let me see over here. I had it in mind. Oh yeah, I have it. Let's a moment over here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When you hear a preacher saying hallelujah, hallelujah, it means that he's looking. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, he's looking. Praise God. Look at this Second uh, uh, Samuel 7. Uh, God, God says this to, to David. Look at verse 8. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 8. God's covenant actually with, uh, with David. Remember, let me, let me give you, say something here. Whew, quickly. But David wanted to build the, uh, God a house. Look at this. He says this. It was in my heart to build a house for the Lord. God didn't even ask him. That's how much he loved God. That even thought of, uh, you know, thought inside of him, I want to do this for God. And God, Nathan, the prophet told him, go ahead and do it. Whatever is in your heart to do it, do it. And then that night, the pro, God, God spoke to prophet Nathan and said, no, tell my servant David not to do so. Listen to what he says here. Uh, verse 8. Now, therefore, thus shall you say, this is God speaking to prophet Nathan, Thus shall you say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the sheepfold. Can you think about the lowest of lowest? From the sheepfold, from following the sheep. Now that's lowest of lowest. To be ruler over my people, over Israel. And I have been with you wherever you have gone. That's big. I have been with you wherever you have gone and I've cut off all your enemies from before you and I've made you a great name like the name of the great men who are on the earth. That's God. That's covenant. God lifting you up. Because you've honored him. God says this. In fact, there's a, there's a scripture. It says, uh, I have been with him. Let, let me say quick over here. I think I'll, I'll find that. I still want to read something to you. Same thing. Lord, help me over here. Praise God. If I don't find it, I'll read to you next time because... Let me have your Bible over there, Brother Francis. Let me look at that. I think I can easily find it there. Those small numbers need uh, some glasses. You okay? You understand that? You see how handsome I look with those things. <laughs> yeah, praise God. 
So over here, that was verse what? That was verse 9. Not being with you wherever you've gone, but I want you to see something here also. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Anna. Praise God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're still in church. Don't go. Fine. I didn't find it, so that's fine. We'll do it another day. If I remember it during the message, I'll still go back into it. Now then. Ah. Uh, Going back to that, God does not break his covenant. Let's go to Numbers 23, 19, and I'll to move quickly. And, and God says the same. He says this, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? And will he not do it? Or has he said it? And will he not do? Or has he spoken? And will he not make it good? What did he say to us? Let's go to Jeremiah 6.18. Going back right there. Jeremiah 6.18. Uh, he said it. He'll do it. What does he say? That, does he start with? Not that, that said. That says. Your English teacher taught you well. It's a continuous word. Present tense. Only, only your teacher taught you, because Yvonne, it seems like, and, and mine, my, they, are, they are good teachers. Present continuous, thus says the Lord. And then he says this, stand by the roads and look. Ask for the ancient paths where the good way is, then walk in it. Ask. He's not a man that he should do what? He should lie. He's not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? He said it, we ask, we've been asking. Only me who've been asking for the last 21 days? Have we been asking? Have you been with us in fasting and prayer? Now look at this then. Let's go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. The New King James Version. Now, this is the confidence. Ooh. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if you do what? We ask anything according to his will. The Amplified Version says, according to his will, says, in agreement with his own plan. Now, that Jeremiah 6.16 is in agreement with his own plan because he's the one who said, ask. He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we do what? We have the petitions that we have asked of him. We asked, we have. We have the confidence. Because of what? Because of his word, because of his unchangeable word. We have that. We have that. 
Listen to the Passion Translation. Since we have this confidence, we can also have great boldness before him. For if he asks anything agreeable to his will, he will hear us. Verse 15. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we also, we also know that we have obtained the request we ask of him. Obtain, not we will. Obtain. So listen to this. We better be acting that way. We better be acting that way. Praise God. Now this was personal, okay? This is what the Lord spoke to me. Years ago. He first gave me Proverbs 31 from verse, verse 10 and he said, who have found a virtuous wife and I kept confessing. And finally he revealed to me who I was going to get married to. Then he told me this. He told me, put her name there. Oh, okay. So I started saying this. I have found Tina, a virtuous wife. Her prize is far above rubies. I, her husband, is known at the gates when I sit with the elders. On and on and on and on. He told me that. I started doing that. He said, are you not manipulating? I, I was told by God. I was told by God. And then he told me, if you try to make it happen, by your own strength, I'll make sure that you'll fail. Don't manipulate yourself to go close to her. I stayed that way. Until that one day, 18th October, uh, 2001, he told me now, go tell her what I've been telling you for the last 10 months. I said, good, make a way, Lord. And I met with her, and we talked, and we talked, and we talked. And later she agreed, and she agreed, and the agreement has been for the last 20 years. The changeable word of God. He told me I acted. I never had anyone say that. Never ever. I obeyed. And he does. And there are, there are things I remember. He, to, he told me this. I was reading the Bible and he said this. You are Joshua to Moses. Early in the morning I have the date Joshua to Moses. Who's Moses passed away? I'm Joshua. Now think about this. I'm ushering in church. Think about if I came to the head ash and I tell you, God told me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And you know, the, the brothers, when they carry their Bibles this way, nowadays they don't, they carry it in their phone. Praise the Lord, head usher. Just to let you know that God told me, I am, do you know what God told me, by the way? I said, what is it? Uh, 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 Davis, today you are going to be at the door ushering. I said, no, 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 brother. You're missing a point here. Do you know what God told me? So what did he tell you? That I am uh, Joshua. To Moses. And do you know who Moses is? I said, I don't know who's Moses. What do you mean by that? Moses is passed away. In other words, ushering no more, I'm supposed to sit close to passed away. You'll be sold to Egypt. Timing is critical, people. But you know, I kept ushering. 
And I knew that in my heart, and I knew that in my heart. And, and, and it continued, and it continued. And uh, when I got married to Tina Tola, this is what the Lord told me. And it just started happening and all that. Then I started hearing pastors word and Caleb uh, tell me that you are our son. I thought, okay, that's fine. Especially Pastor Caleb. She started saying that long, long ago. I waited. And I'll still say small in my sight. Because there are much more ahead that God wants to do, church. Listen to this. Church, get hold of that covenant. Believe it. Believe the word of the covenant. What you are seeing is temporary. What you have experienced is temporary. Probably you are fasting the first day. You had headaches and on and on because of caffeine. And you thought, like, man, my, my head is just busting. No. It's here. It's together. At least I see everyone with the head together. It's temporary. But what do we do? We look at the word, the covenant word of God, and we depend on it with everything within us. No matter what happens. Now look at this then. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I tell you, now, this is the same words of Jesus himself speaking. God himself. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. This is not church language. These are covenant words. This does not work well on Sundays. This will work every day of your life if you trust it. And you walk in those paths with the choices and decisions that will glorify God. And walk in the presence of God and see things that you've never seen in the years past. God wants that upon your life. Matthew 6, 17 and 18. Look at this from the, the, the Passion Translation. When you fast, do you see that they say when? Not if. Again, I'm telling you, like what I was telling you, the modern thinking is if. If. The modern thinking. If I, anyone remember that born again probably in the 80s and 90s? At least those years. Well, born again in those years. And the moment you give your life to Christ, you are introduced to fasting. There are brothers and mamas that they knew how to do that. This new believer needs to be ushered in fasting. <laughs> we nail your flesh on the cross. <laughs> oh, that, that really worked. That really worked. I'm telling you, I started getting, oh my goodness, uh, that, it was difficult. I tell you the truth, it was. Sometimes I'll say, because now I've been introduced to fasting, and it's like, if you don't, it looks like the way they talk, if you don't fast, you won't make it to heaven. Flesh will carry you out from heaven. I mean, it was that way, the way they talked. I mean, that time, that time was many people just repent or perish. You know, that's the way you lived. I mean, you lived in the fear of the Lord all the time. You know, that's good. I'm not talking about being religious. 
But I'm telling you, you'll start in the flesh, but you'll enter in the spirit one time. Oh my goodness, I remember I'll say, Lord, I'll, I'll fast tomorrow. <laughs> I, I'll, um, then I wake up in the morning and I say, I really don't feel so spiritual. Probably let me start with the breakfast, then I'll start with lunchtime. And one has ever done that. Then it gets to lunchtime, I think, no, time was really spent. I think, let me start with the dinner. For sure this must work. Come dinner, you're invited to eat something, and then you eat, and the oh, Lord Jesus, oh, Lord God, help me. I'll get it. And then you say again tomorrow and think like, but we are visiting so-and-so, we may be eating there. Anyway, I will start next week. Or let me plan to start on the first of the month. I think this has power. <laughs> Anyone who ever done that? I mean, I did. I did. But when I started getting into it, I got into it. When I got into it, I got into it. And I thought, this worketh. And I'm telling you, sometimes tell the flesh, if you die, you die. You know that. But you're not going to die. It helps. It helps. There are disciplines that come in. That, that, that reason is not if, it's when. Critical. I know now, nowadays they say like, you know, you fast television. Oh, Lord Jesus. I mean, if, if our discipline has come that low, you just fast television and you are eating full-fledged ugali. <laughs> I mean, who can do that? <laughs> Literally, who can do that? So, you know, for me, I'm fasting WhatsApp. So you eat everything except WhatsApp. Man, that, that's, that's, that's a problem. <laughs> that's really backsliding, modern thinking. That's not right. <laughs> Can you imagine Jesus doing that? I'm going to fast only for doing what? Going to Galilee. I don't know. But look at this, when you fast. Don't let it be obvious, but instead, wash your face and groom yourself. It's talking about, especially dealing with hypocrisy. And realize that, listen to this, church. Your father in the secret place, place is the one who's watching all that you do in secret. And will continue, and will continue and will continue to reward you openly. These are covenant wars. He'll continue. I want this to continue the whole year. I want this to continue. Because he says this, he's watching. Look at this church. Every sacrifice you made, you know. You can tell us, you know. But there is one who's been watching secretly, and he knows. And he knows how to reward you openly. If we understand that, we're confident of what he's going to do. I've searched out my heart and just keep lifting up to the Lord and, Lord, what else am I supposed to do? I did that many times. What am I supposed to do, Lord? I want this to you uh, and to you. What am I supposed to do? To do? And you know what? He sees in secret. He, 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 Father in the secret place, is the one who's watching 
all that you do. Just watch. Just watch. Just watch. I know there's no one like this. You know, if you open the fridge and you looked at the wife is not around and you took, you know, something. I say, just, you are watching, you are looking around for the wrong person. Oh, we, had a, we had a brother on staff years ago. I think that was, it reminded me of those who have been in Victor Faith for a long time. Daniel first began in 2002, is that so? You remember that, Dr. Chris, yeah? And anyone? Remember in 2002. You all don't remember? No one is a doctor. You see, and I'm a pastor. Doctor, pastor. We remember things. <laughs> but look at this. Uh, yeah, we began in 2002. Is that true, Harry? 2000, I, I, I remember that. Pastor Carl introducing Daniel first. But I remember a brother we had on staff. I think that was 2002. And uh, so not taking tea and all that was Daniel first. And then the brother waited. Uh, like, like, like last night, he waited until 12.01 to take a cup of tea. <laughs> That's how much he had missed a cup of tea. Can you imagine all that? But at least he waited until 12.01 to take a cup of tea. So I remember Pastor Carla said, Moses, you waited until that time? I said, yes. <laughs> yes, Moses is so funny. I said, yes, Pastor. Could <laughs> you wait until 12? So I was teasing dinner last, last evening. Honey, it's 10 o'clock. If you want to take a cup of coffee, you can wait to 12.01. <laughs> Thank God. He does what? Is watching all that you've done in secret and will continue to reward you openly. 